Well, good morning and welcome to Education Matters. We have a very special guest today with us. Uh, Cindy, Cindy Putman is the academic social interventionist at uh, Putnam County Schools and also serves as Ready to Learn Project Manager at WCTE Central Tennessee Public Television. So, Cindy, it's good to have you back on the show. Thank you. It's always wonderful to be back and talk to you about education because it's so near and dear to my heart. I know it's it is, and we've got a lot to talk about. So, uh, you've been doing a lot of lot of things. Some of our listeners may not have met you though. So, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about uh, about your background and how you got to where you are today? Well, I am a native Cookvillian. I'm proud to say that. Uh, There's so many people moving to Cookville, and I love that we're getting all these new uh, neighbors in our community, but I think I'm one of the few people that I know that has lived here her entire life, and so I love Cookville. I love the Upper Cumberland. I have a education degree from Tennessee Tech. Good. Go and Eagles. Uh, Go Eagles. And uh, I have been a Putnam County School employee for the last, this is my 30th year. Wow. So I was in the classroom for 24 years. And during that time in 2000, I started working at WCTE under Becky McGurra, who was there as the CEO at the time. And now it's Avery Hutchins and Avery's doing an incredible job. Sure um, I'm very proud of her and and proud of the legacy that Becky leaves at and WCT. Becky is doing great work in in Nashville. at NPT. That's yeah. right, that sister station of WCTEs. So I started doing education outreach in 2000 at WCTE, and then when Jerry Boyd was our director of schools, he and Becky had a conversation about placing a teacher at WCTE to be the project manager of a U.S. Department of Education grant. It was a ready-to-learn grant out of the Office of Improvement and innovation for the U.S. Department of Ed. So I left the classroom, and I was the project manager of that grant for six years with the uh, understanding that when that grant ended, then I would be able to go back and resume my work in the school system. So when I went back in the school system, I took on a new role as an academic social interventionist, and I work out of the Office of Student Services. For those of you all who are local, you know it's the old airport building. That's what Dr. Bell and I call it, because that's how how we know the location. Absolutely. I flew out of that building several times. Right beside uh, Cookville High School, but in that building... Uh, which is our supervisor, Dr. Trey Upchurch. And then we have Janet Frank, who's the coordinator of all the nurses for Putnam County Schools. Sheila Barker, who's the social-emotional wellness coordinator for Putnam County Schools. Jackie Reynolds, who's the family engagement coordinator. Christy Hunt, who is our family resource and homeless coordinator for Putnam County Schools. Maria Green, who's our homebound, uh, one of the homebound teachers that we have. And then Amy West, who just keeps us all going. She is our go-to person. She knows our schedules and when things need to be, you know, forms need to be turned in. So it's a really, really great office. It's a good collaborative office because our main goal is to make sure that all of our students and their families have what they need, not only to be successful academically, but that they have the resources that they need to make those academic successes happen. So is that primarily what social intervention is is about in the uh, in in your role 
And social intervention is just making sure that students have everything they need to be successful. We know that if a student has an empty belly, it doesn't matter how great the teacher is. They need to come to school. They need to feel like school is a safe place. They need to have the correct size clothes to wear to school, that their shoes fit, that their underwear is not too small, that they came out of a home where there was heat where there was an electricity, I would say heat or air conditioning, depending on when it is, yeah. that there's food there, that they're not in a stressful situation. So really social-emotional is meeting all of those needs to really just put everyone on a level playing field. Some of us were born into families that had an abundance of resources. Some of our us were born into families that really lacked in those resources. So the school system, under the leadership of Corby King, really wants to make sure that we're meeting all of the needs of students. And that's really what student services is tasked to do. So we have clothing, we have um, cleaning products, we have food, we have backpacks, we have school supplies, we have um, lice kits, we have bed bug kits, we have furniture, we have new mattresses, we have anything that a family might need that just needs some extra support so they can go through their school guidance counselor. Someone's listening and really didn't know that student services did that. And you have a student that's enrolled in the Putnam County school system. The first place to reach out is with your school's guidance counselor. She's going to fill out or he's going to fill out a family resource referral form. And then that comes to our office to Christy Hunt. And then we go into action and we decide this family needs this. And Christy is going to reach out and find out exactly it's not publicize what families we help. It's incredibly confidential. And a lot of people, especially during the season we're in right now with the um, gas prices being what they are, with grocery prices being what they are, and with the lack of affordable housing in Cookville, I know that's a big issue for so many families. They just need a little extra help, a little extra support. So that's what Student Services really does. That's a tremendous service, and um, I'm sure you you help hundreds of uh, families, maybe thousands every hundreds. year. Hundreds. And the interesting thing about it is we were, we're talking about this, you know, coming out of the pandemic. That seemed like a really um, kind of stressful time for everyone, but I honestly think the results of the pandemic are what we're feeling right now. We see a lot of anxiety and depression in our younger kids and our middle schoolers and our high school um, students. But also, I think we see families that are struggling. And again, they just don't know where to turn. So this help that we can give them makes a tremendous difference. And when we're helping the family, we're helping the child. Because if we can take some stress off of the family, normally, I think we were talking in our office the other day that we usually got like maybe three to four phone calls a day from families reaching out directly to us. Now, Christy Hunt is and her team is getting 12 to 15 phone calls a day. So there's a constant need that families are feeling, and they're always allowed to call our office directly. Um, But it's really nice to go through the school guidance counselor, because then that way there's someone at the school that knows confidentially what your child is going through and probably can relay that to the teacher, to the principal, to the assistant principal, to make sure that the school is providing that additional support also. 
That's a really good service, and it's good to, uh, I'm sure these families value the concept that the schools sort of have got your back. They're helping out where they can and how they can. And that family environment is just so important for learning, isn't it? It's vitally important. And one of the things that we know that families that are struggling with poverty or struggling with lack of resources, because that's how I like to define poverty, the extent to which a person does without resources. So resources, yes, are financial, but we look at other resources, too. Are they getting the emotional support they need? Do they have a support system? When I do a lot of my poverty trainings, I always ask this question. Do you know someone in your life that you could call today and ask to borrow 50 Even if they're going to grumble and complain about loaning it to you, (laughs) do you know someone? And most people in the group will say, yes, but lots of our families in poverty, that's a resource that they don't have. And so when we can provide, you know, those supportive resources, those financial resources, all of those things, it helps the parent and therefore it decreases the stress in the home and it decreases the stress in a child's life. And having... All of us having been through this pandemic, I just can't imagine going through it and also having the challenges associated with with poverty or or with uh, with dysfunctional family, whatever the the issues are. Those uh, those kids have gone through a lot. They have. And one of the things that I get to do, one of the hats I get to wear, Dr. Bell, that I'm most proud of is working with BEST Groups. And BEST Group stands for Be Each Other Support Team. And that is a partnership between Heart of the Cumberland and the Putnam County Schools. Now, we know that Heart of the Cumberland is a grief and loss support center here, and it is faith-based. Our BEST Group curriculum that is provided by Heart of the Cumberland, we are faith-neutral. So it's an 11-week curriculum. We do it in all the elementary schools, all the middle schools. We've got a couple pilot programs going in our high school here, which I'm excited to say those are working. Working really, really well. And last school year, the 21-22 school year, during the school day, we were able to serve 296 students. And then we were able to serve students in the LEAPS program, the after-school program, during LEAPS camp. And our reach has really broadened because we wanted to be able to service students in areas that we hadn't been doing that before. So I'm really excited that we had that partnership with the LEAPS in the 21st century, the after-school program. But I think our listeners would be interested in some of the demographics. When we have these students, especially in our elementary schools, those are usually referred by a parent, by a guidance counselor, by a teacher. And then in the middle school, we survey every middle school student in Putnam County at the beginning of the school year. The first page of the survey is a wellness survey and it just kind of gauges you know where are you socially where are you emotionally and then the back page of the survey says what do you need what is causing a barrier for you that's keeping you from succeeding in school so we read all of those surveys we sit down as a team and we read those it's completely confidential we compile lists and then those are turned over to Christy Hunt and student services if there are needs that the student needs but out of those 296 students These are the situations that uh, a child had that engaged or landed them in a best group. 
48% of those students, 144 of those students, had gone through a divorce in their family. 42% of those students, 126, had gone through a death, and that's the death of a close, a mom, a dad, a sibling, or someone that's very wow. important in their life. We're going to take a quick break and come back and dive into some of those numbers a little bit. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Well, welcome back to Education Matters. We are talking to Cindy Putman, and we've been talking about the best program. Cindy, those statistics are just astounding. We don't think about all of the challenges that kids and their families face during the school year that have nothing to do with making a bad grade on a test. That's exactly right, and I think that's what Best Groups does such a wonderful job of doing is just giving those children some actual practical tools that they can use. The Best Group curriculum is an 11-week curriculum, and even though it's different for elementary and middle school, it still has the same heart messages. And the very first heart message is, I'm not alone, because so many times if you are from a home where your parent has passed away due to death or your parent is incarcerated or you faced abandonment or there's been divorce in your family or there's unresolved mental illness or substance abuse, those kinds of things, you feel like you're just completely alone, that nobody else is walking through or going through what you're going through. And I know when I'm facilitating a group, one of those and what we talk about with the kids is completely confidential. So I'm not sharing anything that I'm not allowed to share. But when I'm going through a group and we're sitting there and before I can say anything, when a child brings up a topic such as, you know, well, my mom or dad are in jail or my mom and dad are in prison. And before I can say anything, a child in the group says, oh, I know my mom and dad. That's exactly what happened to me. Or that has happened. That happened at my home. So they or, see there's they're, they're not in that alone. Yeah, And it's actually peer support. I mean, we're there. We have a wonderful team of uh, five facilitators who are all hired by the Putnam County School System to facilitate. And then Heart of the Cumberland provides the co-facilitators as volunteers. Everyone has background checks. They've all been through the training. But it's so interesting, again, when those kids realize, and that's such a relief that they're not alone in that, that somebody else is going through it, that they have a safe place once a week that they can come in and they can really talk about, honestly, Dr. Bell, things that are hard conversations for adults to talk about sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and in in some ways, uh, I've not had a lot of experience with this, but in some ways, maybe children are easier 
uh, are more comfortable talking about it than adults in some ways oh. because adults feel the the social stigma more than kids do. Well, we feel the social stigma. We feel that shame. You know, if I tell you this as an adult, if I tell you as an adult about something that I'm walking through or something right. that someone I've loved has walked through, are you going to judge me? Right. Are you going to look at me differently? Are you going to think that maybe I'm not equipped to do the role that I'm doing? Well, with kids, that innocence is still there. And it's like, yeah, we're all on the same team. You know, your dad's in jail and my mom's in jail and my parents are divorced and my mom lives in, you know, another part of Putnam County and I live here and I don't ever get to see her because she chose her boyfriend over me. I mean, they're just going to tell you. And we talk about it with our facilitators sometimes. I always tell uh, my team, be ready on day one. Those kids are going to come in and they're going to tell you hard stuff on the first day. It's not going to be that period, you know, whereas adults, we kind of get to know each other and <laughs> test the waters to see if I, what yeah. I can tell you and what I can't. And they're going to come straight in the room. They're going to sit down. They're going to get their snack. They're going to get their little book out and they're going to tell you everything like a little volcano that's erupting. And I always say, please put on your poker face to my co-facilitators and my facilitators because we don't want to appear shocked by anything a child says so we have to handle them with care and we listen but it is peer-based so they are really working with their friends to say i'm not alone and i love that well i know too that putnam county schools is driven by evidence-based learning yes um so uh Have you studied this? Is there uh, evidence that the best program works? Yes, there is. And I love this. I wish May Fowler. I mean, May is just (laughs) she's one of my uh, wonderful co-facilitators. May is a wonderful lady. And she's also my data person. So what we do, Dr. Bell, is in middle school and elementary school, we do a pre and post survey. So the kids all come in and there's it's only about five questions long, but it just Ask, you know, beginning questions about how the kids are dealing with things. And then at the end, we do a similar survey. And what we're hoping, as Miss May says, is to see our hope score improve. We want to have provided hope for those students, that they know they're not alone, that if they get knocked down, they can get back up again, that there are, you know, things that we can do that help us deal with one of the things we do in best groups is we play a little game called my responsibility not my responsibility so we have these little index cards and we divide them up between the kids and we lay them down one at a time and one of them says doing my homework well that's my responsibility keeping my parents happy not my responsibility carrying meshes messages between my parents who are divorced not my responsibility brushing my teeth at night my responsibility so we go through all of these hands-on things and back to the survey we do the survey in the beginning and the end and we want to see our hope scores improve and may is our again our data guru (laughs) so we're always excited and yes we do see our hope scores improve with these children we see them going from going to having a very low score to improving to a much higher score because what we've really provided them with is what we all need just some basic coping skills to get through life's hard situations that we have to go through. And and it is so important that somebody is providing that support. And I'm I'm delighted to see that program in 
in Putnam County Schools. You also told me that there's a new program that that's really spun out of your ready to learn things, but it's ready for kindergarten. Yes. Talk a little bit about that. And I love ready for kindergarten because we have a wonderful voluntary pre-K system in Putnam County Schools. Allison Painter and her team are over that, and we have them in all the different schools. And then also Tanya Wheeler, because we have some of our pre-K programs that are really designed to work with our special ed kids. So we have a two-fold program, um, and we service a lot of kids in that program. But what we have been able to do, Jackie Reynolds and myself, out of student services, is use this great curriculum that actually Barbara Greason was the pilot guru for that program and Ready for Kindergarten is math and literacy based trainings for parents. So we go into the schools on a weeknight and we do a training. We just wrapped up some this last month at Jerry Whitson. We had about 30 parents who came out and that's really great on a school night because they have two classes. So about half of the kids that are in that pre-K, their parents actually were able to attend and we talked to them about practical things that they can do to be their child's first teacher because parents just need encouragement and we show them things they can do around the house. We talk about, you know, some Something as simple as sorting socks and things like that. And then it's about an hour and a half training. And we give them a wonderful bag of materials, games, board games, different little tools that they can use with their children that's worth about $100. So they all go home with that for literacy, and they all go home with that on math night. And that's exciting. That is an exciting thing. And I want to talk more about that that bag of tools that you you send home with them. But we're going to take a quick break first. Welcome back to Local Matters. Uh, we are talking education matters with Cindy Putman. And Cindy, we've we've been talking about your Ready for Kindergarten program, your Ready to Learn program that WCTE and the schools have had for a long time. But let's talk more about that that bag of tools that you give to parents because parents are obviously for the pre-kindergarten They're a big part of that early launch, aren't they? Very much so. We depend on our parents so much, and that early learning piece is so important. That birth to three is the most rapid time of brain development for children, so we just really want to sow into parents and give them the tools they need. But, for instance, we also want to take away all of our educational jargon that we love to say in education. So when I'm working with parents, Dr. Bell, I might say something to them like this on the literacy night. Did you know that your child learns best from what you say and do? So read everything you can to them out loud. Read signs outside. Read recipes. Read ads in a magazine. Be sure to point when you're reading to them and point out things, especially in the grocery store. Do they imitate any of your words or sounds? Do they point to go back and forth with them pointing and reading out loud so something as simple as that and then I give them the practical aspect of that and why we need to do that is because when they are introducing their child to different types of things to read a parent is helping them make the earliest connection between written words and what they stand for this kind of back and forth communication even really before they have words, is building their communication skills. And we like to call that serve and return, because when you and I think about serve and return, we think about tennis or volleyball. 
there's not a sports bone in my body, but I, I do know those sports, and I can uh, sh- share and see that visual. So when I'm going to hit a tennis ball to you, you're going to hit it back. It's serve and return with a parent. When you have a little baby and they're gooing and making those sounds, you're gooing back at them. When you have a toddler and you're saying the word, and we're not talking baby talk with toddlers, but when you're saying words to them and they are attempting to say those words back, it's that serve and return. It's I'm looking at your face, you're looking at mine. So they're serving return there. The grocery store is a wonderful place. I can place. imagine, and I had not thought about that. Because but. think about the produce section. Let's look for everything that's orange. Oh, let's look for the bananas. Are the bananas the same shape as the grapes? The bananas grow on a stem. The grapes grow on a stem, but the bananas are called a bunch. I mean, you know, it's just, just the different conversation that you can have. I mean, I think it's the cereal aisle. Look at all the different shapes, all the different colors. And we tell parents that if you buy cereal, yes, cereal's a great breakfast food. It's also a great sorting food. Let's sort out five pieces of cereal. Let's sort out if you have... Um, you know, a kid's cereal that has the different shapes and things. Let's sort out all the stars. Let's sort out all the things. Fruit Loops. Let's sort out all the colors. So what what do we know in a Fruit Loop that's red, an apple's red, or in a Fruit Loop that's green, a lime is green? All of those things that don't cost anything because you're already buying you already food to take into the home. If you're getting ready to set the dinner table, say to your little learner, there are five of us in the family, mommy and daddy or grandma and grandpa, whoever loves them and takes care of them. And there are three, you know, kids. So how many plates do we need? Well, if we get two for the adults and three for the kids, five, that's five total. So two plus three is five. I mean, kids are like sponges. The more you talk to them and the more, you, and I know you and know you're this. you're really building their brain. And you're you building their brain. Yeah. And that's what we want to do. We want to build the brain from the ground up. And just those simple things that we tell parents, one of the things that Jackie Reynolds loves to share is we give all the families a cookie sheet, just a inexpensive cookie sheet that we buy at the Dollar Tree, but a cookie sheet and magnetic letters. So they can use that in the car. You can keep that handy. You can hand it to them and you can say, okay, sort when they get a little older, yeah. find the first letter of your name. Can My little granddaughter's name is Ellie. So Ellie, can you find an E? The other one's named Millie. Millie, can you find an M? Millie's 15 months old. She's not ready to find the E or the M yet, but I can say to her, oh, Millie, your name starts with an M. It's a M. What sound does that make? What sound does the E make? All those kinds of vocabulary, like you said, that we're building their brains. We're just shaping and them. they yep. are just growing and learning. So math is the same way. You know, you're counting, you're sorting. You can count the steps it takes to go from your favorite chair to the closet door. I mean, anything like that to get them engaged makes a huge difference. Well, I'm delighted that that program is alive and well in Putnam County Schools. It's really important. And uh, I know you and I have talked before. I think that early childhood shaping is the most important time time of their life. It's the foundation for their whole academic career, whether they go to Tennessee Tech and choose a college route or go to a career and trade school, whatever, that early piece of literacy and learning builds the foundation for everything they're going to gain in their entire lives and then allows them, as WCT likes to say, to become a lifelong learner because we always want to learn and grow every day of our life. It sounds like an exciting thing. Let's spin that into uh, another fairly new activity. 
that you're involved with uh, big time, uh, something that some folks here in the community called TANF. So let's talk a little bit about TANF and, and what you're doing with it, uh, what the overall intent is, what WCTE and the schools are doing. Well, TANF is a wonderful new grant that Commissioner Carter from the State Department has awarded to communities, and our community received one through the Upper Cumberland Development District and Upper Cumberland Human Resource Agency. So hats off to that team there for working so hard. They had to do like a Shark Take presentation, and we got the grant, and I'm so excited because one of the big components of that is working with the families hands-on. So there's going to be eight hubs throughout the Upper Cumberland, and the families are going to go through a program called Circles USA. So it's a program where they get someone that walks along beside them and helps them navigate because one of the things that I love that Mark Farley who is the director of the Upper Cumberland Development District said that up to this point so many times we've been helping families navigate and manage I mean manage their poverty we have not helped them navigate any way out of it so this grant is going to allow them to navigate with a navigator who's going to walk along beside them and WCTE through our ready to learn initiative is going to provide the family creative learning workshops the family piece so we're going to go out and use one of our great PBS kids programs and we're going to do math literacy informational text science engineering engineering, design, STEM, all of those things are going to be embedded in those programs. And we're going to work with the families and just really support them in helping their kids academically. So I'm very excited about that. Dr. Cephas Abakwa at WCTE is going to be heading up that program. I'm going to be training the people who are going to actually be going out with the Family Creative Learning Workshops and working with the families. And I'm excited to say in these eight regional hubs where these activities are going to take place, our goal is to hire a Head Start teacher because I've worked so closely with Head Start for about the last 20 years and they are very familiar with all the tools that WCT has and the Ready to Learn grant right. properties so that were created. That already have experience. And they already know their community and that mm-hmm. is so important. Those relationships are built. So we're going to be hiring. So if you're listening and you work for Head Start and you're interested in that, you can reach out to WCT or reach out to me and submit your application because we're in the hiring process for that and that's going to be exciting and it's just going to be a really great community partnership between WCT the Putnam County Schools and the Upper Cumberland Development District and UCHRA. I know there's just a lot of excitement in the community about the TANF grant and it was a massive grant it's a very big grant for UCDD and and for the region so it's it's great that we we have this so thanks for being part of that. It's exciting. It is exciting. I I agree. Let's talk a little bit about how folks might be able to help during this holiday period. Well, I just want everyone to know that no gesture is too small. Uh, Student services is always there to make sure that the things that you are sharing with us gets into the hands of the students and families that need them the most. Lots of times we have faith-based organizations that want to support someone during the holidays or a civic group. We're always taking donations for gas cards because lots of our families have children that might need um to go out of county to go to a hospital and they need that 
transportation method. So we provide gas cards. We always vet the families and make sure things are being used the way they're supposed to be used. Donations of food, donations of gently used clothing. I know right now for middle school kids with winter coming up, we've had a big request for hoodies. You know, kids don't want to wear coats anymore, but they want to wear the hoodies and they're standing outside in the cold waiting for the bus. So if you've got kids that have, you know, gently outgrown something, we're always happy to take those. We are always looking for household items, cleaning supplies, personal hygiene items. If your group wanted to get together and do a collection of soap and shampoos and deodorants and all those kinds of things, all of those things would be so appreciative. And we inventory and we make sure that they are going to the families that you and I talked about in our first segment today that are referred by the school counselor or the principal or the assistant principal or by someone in the student services office. So those things are delivered. And that's the other good thing. We just recently got a grant and were able to purchase a van. So instead of the families having to come to us or us having to haul things in our cars that were usually too small to get all the things you know delivered now we've got this great big 15 passenger van that we can load completely to the brim and take out and just give all those things to the family so it's been a great blessing that's great how do they get them to you they can drop them off at student services, the old airport building, the first road, the first driveway past the entrance on North Washington to Putnam County Schools, um, the high school there, right beside Cookville High School. And you can call uh, 526-9777 and ask for student services. You can look student services up online and somebody there will tell you we're normally there from 8 to 430 or 5 every day, sometimes a little bit earlier, usually a little later and they can drop them off or if it's a group that wants to collect in a business or in a organization we'll be happy to bring that 15 passenger van and pick it all up well it's been great having you on the program again and uh, i've learned a lot about um, the pre-kindergarten activities about the TANF program you're doing so much and thank you for all the good work and thanks for being part of the program thank you dr bale 